very special episode of Little Square's Culture Crush. I am here today, Shay, Dean, and Britta. Where are we? Hi, hi, Britta. Hi. We're, at the, we're in the foot of the Hollywood Hills. The Hollywood Dell, <laughs> as they call it. It's where? such a nice day that's, that we don't want to do any work. <laughs> okay. It's like that every day. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, it's like summer vacation. <laughs> you're on a summer vacation well i um yeah so i traveled um far and wide we met a long time ago back when we were all living in the east village right. which was um a lot of fun i think the first time i think the first time we met was at 2a that's oh, right yeah, yeah. yeah. We, had, we had a meeting at i know 2a deb and i had a meeting at 2a right be, it's like, come up in a lot of conversations i feel like over the last week everybody's sort of it's still there, I think, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think they show movies anymore, or I don't know. Wasn't there a fire in the basement at Two A, and somebody died or something? That's what I thought. Yeah, there was a fire there years yeah, ago. Yeah, I thought someone died. So maybe it's haunted now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, so anyway, so I'm I'm joining them on a very very special time because um, you know, obviously friends of the little squares. We've worked together on so many projects. We've done pictures. We've you know, I think I even walked out on stage with you guys one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the Bell right, House. You did. The Bell, Bell House. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, were, we got caught illegally filming at the Chateau Marmont. Let's see, what else have we done? Oh, yeah. We're always getting up to no good. Um, and so here we are again today trying to get up to no good. But I came chasing them because obviously something very special is going on, which I know I'm very excited about. And I'm sure there are lots of people out there who are also very excited which is a band that you guys... Oh, the Lunar Reunion. <laughs> yes, the, yeah. Luna, the Lunar Commemorative Tour is what I'm calling it. Com- Hashtag Lunar Reunion. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what you're calling it, the Commemorative well, Tour? Well, I like to view it you're as, a, as, a, stamps? as a commemorative tour. <laughs> it's commemorating 10 years since the band broke up, 25 years since we recorded Penthouse. Oh, my I mean, God. Meaning... Um, Meaning it's not like a, like a full time like we're going to be doing this all the time. It's not. Uh, we're not like we're not making records. We're doing a commemorative tour. It's twenty years since Penthouse, right? Twenty, not yeah, twenty five. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Twenty. Making us all older. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So it's sort of like the X Files only coming back for six episodes. That's right. That's what you're doing. Mm. Yes. So it's like a, you're doing like a mini series. Yeah, we're doing a <laughs> limited, limited touring. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. that's, okay, so I mean, I want to know how this came about and, you know, what, tell me everything. Britta, you tell me. How did this happen? How did it happen, Britta? Well, I'd like to know. I think it was in the back of our minds when Luna broke up, like, maybe we'll do a 10-year reunion and it's come up, you know? Oh, so you were planning on doing a 10-year well, reunion when you broke up? Not no, not necessarily, not but it's come up over the years. Like, maybe we'll do well, it, some Luna say, shows you know in 10 years. It? Matthew Bazell, who directed oh, yeah, the Luna movie. Maybe he, he, he started years. it. It'll be yeah. 10 years. So he put it in our minds. <laughs> There's a Luna movie? Uh, yeah, it's called, It's it's a, a, about the, the final tour. I think I have a copy. I Tell me, do you miss me? Yeah. 
just follows us around. Yeah. There's also um, there's a funny little video that we just put up on our website this week too, oh, um, which is from 1999 Luna on tour in Spain. That's oh, is that that's the one before. Where you're pushing the yeah, we, yeah. Oh, yeah, we pushed the van. We kickstarted the kickstart. <laughs> it's a little seven-minute video that Lee Wall put together. Yeah, it's very funny. I think. I, I remember the uh, the first time that we did uh, when I filmed you guys performing. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Luna, and you were saying at the time that there were there were like there are no Luna videos really, but because of the weird moment in the music business when Luna. Uh, there was, are music videos. There, there are some, but couple. not a lot. Not a lot. We didn't I've make seen one. Chinatown. Yes, Is we did make one, one for China. We made one for this time around from the second album, but it was a tr- slasher tires. I've seen too. Yes, so there are some, but not a lot. But it wasn't like it was. They weren't on I mean, like rotation on MTV, like the Luna videos. Hundred and twenty minutes. Get, yeah, they would get played on Sunday night at at you know between midnight and two. That, right. that, that hundred and twenty minutes show. So I think, I mean, at the time you had, you had to ask like, cause videos were expensive too, or at least labels seem to enjoy spending a lot of money on the videos cause they thought like maybe this will make a big difference. So the video could cost almost as much as your whole album, which was depressing. <laughs> if, because if you spend that kind of money, like $70,000 and then it just gets played three times at Sunday night, you're like, that's not a good way to spend marketing money. It'd be better, better to do something else. Yeah. So I actually um, prefer it these days when you make videos for $500 or $3,000 or something, just low budget and have them on the web. And they don't have to have insane production values, but, but often those are more interesting. You know, like, I mean, like the thing you shot for us at the Bell House, so that's just, it feels more personal than right. something <laughs> where you've got a big video. crew. Right. Well, that's, I would call that... Um, Dean and Britta fan fiction. Okay. Dean and Britta fan fiction that I'm always shooting. I know. I'm like, wait, you're leaving on tour. Can I go with you? I'll bring my cameras. Um, so, so anyway, back to the Luna thing. How did it come about? We were thinking about it, and then because you've know. been working did Spain this... call? What <laughs> did Spain call? Because you just came yes, out with two too. solo things recently. I did come out with amazing. solo records. Yeah. I mean, I guess the other thing that's happening is one, it's, it's 10 years. We did get an offer. The Spanish promoter wrote me an email saying, I hear that Luna's getting back together. I could, you know, put together a, a tour. And I was like, well, really? Where did you hear that? Because I'm not <laughs> sure that's true. And he's like, well, let me know if it does happen. Uh-huh. And then he emailed me again a few months later saying like, there's this festival in Gijón on the north of Spain. Gijón. And uh, here's what they're offering and I can build a tour around it and... So he willed it to happen. He willed it to happen. <laughs> they willed the Galaxy, f- Dean does Galaxy 500 to happen. It's true. Sure as well. It's all Spain. <laughs> um, and then also this year, uh, la- later in the year, uh, this label in Brooklyn, Captured Tracks, is going to reissue the first five Luna albums on vinyl oh. in, a, in a box set. Oh, great. And when I say reissue, some of those were barely on vinyl to begin with. Right. So. Yeah. So that seemed like a good time to play some show if we were going to do it. To do it this year. Oh, that sounds great. Some it's good, it's Luna, good if you have a record player. Luna vinyl. I have a record player, yeah. of course. Yeah. Oh, and I think more and more people have record players. The next, the Generation Z, I think, is is picking up. Kids on the, like on the it. Vinyl thing. The kids are today. Yeah, they like it. I guess they do. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen um, While We're Young? Then you know a Baumbach film. 
which I, I have see, which I, I have a cameo in. Oh, you yes. do. But anyway, okay. there's a great montage in it because it's about an older couple. It's supposed to be their late forties who meet a couple in their twenties, and there's a great montage looking at the, at the way they consume media. Different and where where the the older couple are like, you know, I'm on my iPad, I'm watching Apple TV, I'm doing all this stuff, my MP3s. And the younger couple are like putting a you know a VHS cassette into the into the player. The cassettes, fine. Yeah. yeah, they it's yeah they take all the stuff they've thrown away and use right. it. Well, Typewriters. I, mean, I I put out a newspaper, so you I know. know. Yeah. How do you think? And, and that's it's. I find it's the same thing. It's like sort of I see like who the fandom is slowly becoming. Come on, need, we need some more fans. It's it's the yeah it's the real young people who love it and love the format and they love everything about it and then you know people who just like a newspaper tangible as opposed to virtual yeah something tangible and also the size and then they also they feel like they're getting like almost more you know like more than just being able to like look at things and read things because they're literally literally taking pages and putting them up, up on their wall like posters like they get all these posters right. mm-hmm. of the size and stuff like that which yeah that's of course really cool because i i grew up of course putting posters all over walls and stuff like that and yeah I think that that's something that um i i had a i did an interview with uh, with joe z who's at uh yahoo style now and we were talking he's an old magazine guy as well and that was the conversation we had about how we remember ripping pages out of magazines and putting it up on their wall. Right. And so, of course, you know, he works for Yahoo. So, of course, it was a plug for Tumblr. But, you know, and he was saying like that now they, they're doing it on their virtual walls on Tumblr. Right. But P- then again, Pinterest and Tumblr. But, but then again, I think they do want to rip something out and physically like put it up on their wall. Without because, having to look at their iPhone or whatever. Because also, <laughs> guess what that does? It like ruins the wall. You know what I mean? And right. that's cool. Like yeah. they want to fuck shit up, you know. Right. So they want to rip something out, and they want to like put a put you know tape on the wall and mess up the I don't know paint wallpaper. It depends yeah. what their parents' home decor is. But you know, what I mean, there's like an action. There's like an action to it that's sort of more about yeah, like messing stuff up. Right. And yeah. I think that that's part of it. Whereas just like nicely putting your picture on your on your tumblr which is owned by yahoo which is you know what i mean it's like they're very aware also of all of these like it's very neat you know mega corporation stuff going on right i think anyway so anyway so let's talk more about, about luna so i mean okay i'm so excited i can there you we were saying before there's so many there's so many records so you have a huge body of work to pull from it's not like there was one hit. I mean, I... Right. There was so, literally not one hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're playing all the non-hits. Yes. We're going to play all the non-hits. <laughs> play all the non-hits. All the, the, all the top, all the, all the, top all 40s. All the near indie radio hits. CM, CMJ hits. Right. CMJ hits. College Music Journal hits. We do have... A, we have we've worked up... We've got about like 32 songs right now, something. Yeah, we've and, been rehearsing. But we don't really believe in playing long shows, so it's, you know, it's going to be like 15 or 16 songs Maybe each 17. Show, but, yeah. How, so how are you, does, every, does everybody have like a, I want to do this one, I want to do that well, one? Well, Dean put together the list of, kind of know like the songs we must play, like, <laughs> you know? Like, like 23 that? minutes over, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then you know what, Brussels, not over Brussels. <laughs> you know what uh, what works better live too, or you figure it out quickly. Yeah. yeah. 
So, and then I think there's a lot, there's a few songs that I've never played, like earlier songs. Um, yeah. Or I played once. Um, and then, of course, yeah, then everyone pitches in, oh, we should do this too and that too. Do you get, do you, uh, do you start to respond to the stuff that people are calling out from the audience or you just completely ignore that? You I th- seem like you are into your audience. We're, we're, it's fun to be able to pull something out of, people are yeah that's true it. we do sometimes you hear some someone called out for this and like all right let's do it because right. you're not sure you're back there after the show saying what should we play now anyway and so it does if you hear someone say they want to hear a song yeah we'll sometimes do it unless we really don't want to yeah got in trouble once in pittsburgh i were you in the band yet i think you were yes you know. were in the band because this guy was asking us to play IHOP, and we just weren't playing it on that tour, and we hadn't practiced it for like two years, and I, and so I just said, no, we don't do that one anymore. And and then he just he posted online, just some, he was really angry. He posted this long thing, <laughs> like, angry fans. I'm going to sell my Luna albums. Right. And, and dance, monkey, I'm, dance. And I'm going to buy tickets to no. see Fish, because Fish are back together <laughs> this year. Now that's what we have, you know, if, if you just, yeah, never mind. So, I mean, so what's it like with the getting on the get the band back together? Well, I mean, it must be fun. I, I'm just the first Luna Gem that we did, the sort of casual one, that right. was before we decided for sure to do the tour. No, I think we oh, we'd already decided. Yes. So we had a like a just an initial when was that? Like 6 months ago. 6 remember? months ago, Sean was in town and we just got together without any any of us, you know, preparing at all and just had a run through and it was like so which, sounded wait, great. So which song, let's get let's get deeper to the Luna archive. Which which songs? So like yeah. So okay, you just got we, together and whatever. Like which songs did were you like? We these played. Are the ones we play you know, right uh, Tracy, I love you, Pup Tent. Uh, what else did we didn't play? play? Pup Tent, I don't think did we, we didn't. We did. I don't know. Friendly advice. Yeah. Um, played the songs that Tiger we barely Lily, knew. Tiger Lily, Moon Lost Palace, in Space, Lost Moon in space. Palace, Anesthesia. Yes, yes, we are playing that. We're playing that. Going home. We're in a woozy. No. Yes, we've been we've been we've been practicing that. And black postcards, Malibu Love Nest. Malibu Love Nest. No. Um, <laughs> this time around, time to quit. Kalamazoo. But there's um, three of the four of us live in Los Angeles now, so now, I don't know if we're an LA band now, but. Uh, yeah, so well, tell us about that. Though. I mean, is that... Uh, yeah, sounds so you moved, wrong. <laughs> you moved to L.A. a couple of years ago. Um, Sean is still in New York. He's, yeah, the, he's, he's holding on to a fifth floor walk-up apartment on 11th Street. Right on. 11th, I think. Mm-hmm. 12th. Yeah. 12th no, Street. 11th. I thought there it was 11th. Goes. No, it's 12th. Because he can see... Um, our friend Quinn lives on 11th, and I think she can see his apartment from I thought there. it was just across the... All right. I'm not going to nitpick over that. Okay. 11th or 12th. Bet? No, I don't want to bet. I'm going to put down a bet. Um, but, okay, so, what, so what's it like, like, with just in terms of the band, like the personalities in the band and being playing together again? I mean, is it just like... Our drummer Lee calls it the kinder, gentler Luna. Really? Yeah, there's a lot more hanging out and talking at rehearsals because we haven't really hung out and seen each other, so there's a lot of chit-chat, and it's fun. Um, As you get older, you, t- you tend to you reminisce more, don't yes, you? Yes, a lot of like, reminiscing. Remember this, remember that, remember when you did this. Yeah, so it's like a Rem- little Dean, do you remember party. when Justin spilled that little um, that little model airplane on tour and then you smashed it? And I'm like, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> but apparently that happened. 
the younger, not so gentle Dean. <laughs> um, there's that. Yeah, I think because uh, if, again, if going back to look, even looking at that seven-minute video of like Spain '99, it's like, well, that was the end of the tour. It's the last date. And that van had been breaking down, and we were just cranky. You looked a little surly. Yes, we were just by the end of it. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe we'll feel that way in three weeks from now. But I don't no, think I so. Don't think so. I, there's a there's a certain freedom that comes from. We, we're not making a new record, so there's not, we're not out there. We're not there to promote anything. We're just there to play shows and have fun. Yeah. And sell T-shirts. It's purely, yeah. <laughs> sell T-shirts. Right. That was one of the first conversations that you and I had. As I said, now if you're a Band, you're basically in the t-shirt business That's, right? that is certainly <laughs> yeah. part of it but it's not like we're doing it you know like some of these bands come back and do it it's for the money because they're making a huge amount of money like pixies right. or somebody like right. that but for us it's it's mostly i mean we have to make some money but yes. it's right. not we because of the money right it's not that much money yeah. right. it's for right. fun right. yeah <laughs> right it's, it's for pleasure it's just for the love of luna yes yeah, <laughs> yeah it's exciting I'm and excited. it's and the, I mean I guess the other thing is right now everyone everyone does something else so everyone has we have another other way incomes. To, yeah we have other other incomes and and in a way that's healthier too I think so yeah. what other so what other what other things have you guys been doing uh, film score we did a Noah Baumbach film called Mistress America that's coming out in the fall and Dean has another cameo in that mm. okay as a pediatrician so acting. Yeah. Um, what else? <laughs> Brit, well, Brit is working you... on her solo album. Yeah, I'm working on a solo album, which who knows about money with that. You can't really. It'll make some money. Well, Nobody tell asked. Well, about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's saying, you know, like income. All oh, right. Well, I know. So Maybe tell, us about the, tell us about the solo stuff. What um, are you on? Uh, well, it's a, like half covers, half originals. Um, and I started working on it with my friend Scott Hardkiss, um, and he he passed away the week before we moved here. So I kind of it took a, a in, the, in the middle of the night. Yes, it's a shocking he was only forty four. So I kind of just left it for a while, and okay. then I picked it back up. And now, and it's almost finished. I'm gonna finish it with the guy out here. Oh, that's exciting! Mix and produce I can't wait it. to hear yeah. that. Yeah. Weren't you doing something with the, with Gem and the Holograms reboot? Oh, I have a little cameo in the Gem and the Holograms live action feature film right. that comes out <laughs> in the fall too. Right. Okay, so in so case everything... anyone doesn't know, Britta is Gem, so <laughs> I don't care about any new movie. <laughs> so yeah, we've got uh, the the Noah Baumbach film, the Gem movie, the Luna tour, and I'm hoping to have my solo album come out in the fall too. So it'll right, be a so busy it's be fall, a big, big fall for yeah. everybody. Um, so okay, so what else? So are you? Um, let's talk about the what's going on in the music business now. So what do you think of um, this whole Spotify versus Jay Z's new? Oh yeah. Uh, power to the people, except they're only his people. <laughs> what was that all about? <laughs> oh, well, Jay Z is involved with beats, right? Too right. But you're talking about that event the other night, the other no, last no, week. No, Dre is beats. Oh, Dre Jay-Z, is beats. Jay Z is doing this because he wants his he's wants his own beats. Oh, I see. So it was it was Jay Z, Madonna, the guy Kanye, from Kanye. They all Rihanna. Like, yeah, they handled that 
poorly, didn't they? Because <laughs> they lined all these people up on stage talking about, and Alicia Keys gave some muddled speech about how music is important or whatever. But, but it's just, if you're trying to evoke sympathy for people, it's like a, it's like a whole stage full of multimillionaires. Right. And uh, I think that... <laughs> Saying we're taking music back for the artists. And right. like, yeah, it was Madonna, Rihanna, right. Kanye. These aren't people who... It's kind of like when they had when Metallica were the ones speaking out the the loudest about Napster. And it's just like... Well, I, I guess they do have some clout. They're so. the ones who are the most affected. At yeah. that point, I guess, it was people that was just Madonna and Metallica who were seeing their incomes drop and then... Yeah, they were literally signing on stage that they each own like 3% of the company or something like that. Oh, really? I, I mean, I see it as such a, a fumbling of... I, I this, uh, To me, it just shows how out of touch they are with like the, the listening public. I think it's a huge... I think that his endeavor is a huge opportunity for Pandora, but if they took it. Because, right. you know, they are always so beaten up when they really actually are for indie artists, like much more powerful. And they're starting to sort of develop tools for them. I mean, yeah. you know, because that's the thing about Pandora is like the, their system works equally as well. If you like Christian music or if you like it's not about like one certain genre or who has power in the music industry because people are just making their own stations. And then like whatever comes up on that yeah, station yeah. comes up on that station. So... Uh, I, I just thought that that was interesting just looking at that because yeah the, the Apple's going to come out with their own version of yes. this and you know who's, who knows with that I just the egos have just gotten so I mean I guess they are, always have been but well I think they should just get used to making less money I mean who they who Madonna and Kanye <laughs> they know they, they, they don't need all that they don't need all that I mean, I so, I mean, are you for streaming against? Do you have any, do you care? You're it's like, just, we're putting it out on it, it is the reality, Yeah, right? you can't stop it. So it's sort of pointless to be against it because, you know, people aren't going to stop. I mean, most people, even people who speak out, like David Byrne speaks out against it, but you go on Spotify, his albums are all on there. Yeah. And, and, and actually, maybe that's not his choice because yeah. he doesn't own the masters. I will say this, if you, you, um, you know, we have our own record company, so I really self-released that last album. I mean, through a distributor, and you hire people to work on it and everything. But then you you do see some money from Spotify if you own it, mm -hmm. because I know a lot of song songwriters complain like it's a terrible royalty, it's terrible getting ripped off. And yes, if you're just the songwriter, it is a terrible royalty. Yeah, it's uh, not as good as radio. So you have to wonder what labels are doing for you. Yes, so oftentimes <laughs> the la means the label was taking that money, and then maybe they were holding, you know, handing you one tenth of it if you were if you were recouped, or maybe nothing at all. So yeah, right. That's the imbalance. That I mean, it's, yeah. it comes out in the press a little bit if people bother to read. It's like yeah, they show like the pie charts of how much the every time like there's a Taylor Swift who's like going against Spotify or somebody's speaking out against Pandora then you see that pie graph and it's all going to the labels so right. they're really the ones that we should be you know thinking I mean about. the other thing that's they confusing about Spotify is that it's I mean like Amazon say it's running at a loss it's losing money yet I mean the guy who created the company is one of the wealthiest men in the music industry so it's kind of a head scratch You're like how's that happening and it's so it's I mean it's it was founded really by not by music people but but, but by com computer people and 
you know, I don't really know what their interest is. I think their interest is, is probably in um, inflating the stock price, like yeah. generating this money and inflating it. But I, I just wonder if it's sustainable since, like I said, it's that Spotify actually loses money. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> I think, I also think that there should be something on Spotify, and I, I read somewhere that maybe they have this in other countries where you can, if you're listening to it, you can click something and donate, give money to the artist if you want. Just totally, if you, and it will show up on maybe social media so people will, you know, you'll feel good about it. <laughs> um and there's, they don't have that option. But I, and I thought actually Bjork made a good suggestion uh, with her recent album. She's like, I, I don't really understand this thing of just giving it away immediately. She's like, maybe it should be more, more like Netflix, where like if you want my album immediately, you have to buy it. But if you want to wait three months, then, then it'll be free. So to give you some opportunity to, yeah, to sell it. That's reasonable. Yeah. But the, I mean, the problem is that if you do that so if your album's not available then it then it just goes people back to piracy it. again yeah. yeah yeah people will just get it so that's um, yeah so yeah. I, I i don't know if, if the spotify situation is any worse than before where we had all this you know all, all the piracy well yeah i don't know maybe well yeah so it let's okay. So let's go back to talking about the fun stuff. Yeah. Are you? Do you? Uh, as you're work, you're so Britta, you're working on your uh, finishing off this solo yeah. um, project. Do you? I mean, I know obvious question, but is playing all this Luna stuff again? Is it like affecting it in any way, in a good way, or is it like? Uh, no, because it's it's really pretty separate. much it's pretty because I've done do most Luna, of the work you could already. Do a Luna cover you could cover yourself. I'm done. <laughs> although I have to finish it like in May, so I can't really be doing new stuff to it unless I did it really quickly. Right. <laughs> but I do actually. I still want to get Sean because Dean's on some of it, and I want to record Sean and maybe Lee playing drums on it, so it will have everyone and Luna playing on it. Some. Oh, yeah, cool. I'll have to do that very quickly right. <laughs> when we get back from Spain. Then you can put a sticker on the front of it saying featuring all four members of Luna. Make Hashtag the sticker really big. And gem. Hashtag and gem. <laughs> gem and the Luna tunes. <laughs> the Looney tunes. <laughs> stickers. Stickers aren't so important now these days either though because it's like where do people actually see your record? Right. It used to be Urban Outfitters. Used to be back back in the nineties, I think you could safely say that more people will see your record than will hear it if you were able to get it into stores. People because the people it's on the shelves, so people see it. Yeah. So the cover was important or a right. sticker would be important. But now it's like most people the only place they see a CD is at Starbucks. That's right. gone. And now. That, then that's gonna yeah. be gone too. And uh, well we live right near Amoeba. Anyway, so. I'm sorry, I started talking about the the hideous music industry again. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Well, at Rough Trade, you can see the records. Yeah. Yes. There. We did a fabulous Rough Trade extravaganza for our last issue of the newspaper, which was really, really fun and very accidental. I mean, I just went to go talk to them about distributing the newspaper. And then, you know, after talking to Nigel House of Rough Trade, I mean, we just... I was just so enchanted by him that I was like, okay, wait, let's just do a story. Yay. Um, well, New York, New York has still has some great record shops and so does Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. But a lot of, uh, a lot of cities don't. It's 
what's what are the best ones here? Is it just is it just Amoeba or are there other are there well, other? There's, there's, there's little ones, little curated Park ones. Park and Silver Lake. Yeah. I can't remember what any of them are called. <laughs> Origami. Oh yeah. I don't know. And what's the one in Eagle Rock? Uh, that looks like the permanent, uh, Spectrum. Permanent, yeah, Permanent Record. Yeah. Yeah. Records. That's a good one. Um, but Amoeba is unlike anything else. Yeah, and they have shows. Right, Rough Trade in New York has shows. Right, too. Yes. yeah, that's, that's cool. actually a club. They've yeah. got like a bar and everything. Oh, a bar. Yeah, yeah. they have an, a, an actual venue. Um, it's in it's the booked by the, the Bowery. Bowery, the Bowery yeah. Presents. And I do want to say, even though we refer to it as the hideous music business, in a way, it's better. If, you know, like there are a lot of great bands now, and some of them are doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that so. there's a lot of uh, there's. I'm excited about all of the new music that's coming up now. I think there's there's great stuff again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always going to be people making. Yeah. This, I don't know. Yeah. People yeah. who say this is the end of. No, well, it's the opposite. Yeah. It's now more than ever. I think. Yeah, and it's a lot cheaper. You know, it's you can DIY. Yeah. And you can communicate with people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I mean, yeah, the, the internet has it has done some some terrible things, but it's done some great things too. So it's kind of you get it. Yeah, they come both. I mean, like we're we're able to you know we announce a show in Los Angeles. It sells out in seventeen minutes, partly because of things like Facebook and Twitter. You can just get the word out so so much quicker. I think right. when Luna broke up, there was no Facebook. And there was no Twitter. Neither of those things existed. It's just ten years. It's wow, that that's yeah. a, that is that's true. Yeah. So there was no outpouring. Not that you no would have Tumblr, known. No Tumblr. No Instagram. <laughs> How do we get by? <laughs> How did you get by without Tumblr? I don't understand. <laughs> I still haven't really been figured out how to use Tumblr, but I will. <laughs> Well, you'll have to talk to your That'll be my fans. new website. I'll, I'll, I'll tumble for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Kaboom. That was bad. <laughs> that, was, that was terribly, wonderfully bad. Mm. Okay, so what? So what's, so you're Spain first. Three weeks in Spain, one day off. Yeah. Uh, so we can't do too much partying. <laughs> no, we can't. We've got to work at a gig every and that's night the except best one. Place to. Um, Spain, then we're, we're, then we're not sure. I guess then we're going to England in late July, playing Tel Aviv on the way home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do some U.S. shows in October. Yeah. Or possibly. I mean, something might come up before then. But Yeah, I can't wait for you to come to New York. We That'll might do exciting. Australia too, right? Yes. Maybe? We'll go. We'll go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not true, actually. We won't go to. I'd like to go to Greece. There's a lot of places. Russia. I, I, like this tour we're doing in Spain, 15 shows in 16 days, and a lot of small cities. We wouldn't do that in the States, I think. If we were like, you're going to Buffalo and you're going to Columbus, we'd be like, no, mm. we're not doing that. No, we've done we're not, that. We're, we're going to just do, in the States, we're just going to do big cities where we'll do well. But in Spain, all those little towns are beautiful, and it's. And they're right. close. It's not they're like close. eight, it's ten true. hour drives yeah. like in the U.S. Right. It's exhausting. So it's a little bit more romantic. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, Luna is part of your guy's story. I mean, it's such a big part. That's <laughs> so, true. I mean, that must be, I mean, whatever. We could get a little personal on the show here. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, it was a big fight of Ash Oh, that's right. Story, we wouldn't have met if... Your story is part of the Luna story is your story. Right. We wouldn't have met if Britta hadn't auditioned for the band. Well, yeah. tell the story just a little bit, because for our new young fans who might not have read Black Postcards, tell us. Um, hey, how did you join the band? I mean, all right. So Britta, I mean, was a... I mean, I know Britta from when I was watching you in movies in the 80s. <laughs> You're uh, always playing yeah. the what, girl who has OD'd. But yeah, the, girl the, in the band the who was druggy the wild guitar child. player. Um, that was you. Yeah. And uh, then, and then what happened? Um, then I was in a band called Bell Tower and lived in England for a while, and then we broke up, and I was living in Atlanta with this all-girl band called Baby Fat, and I got a call. I guess it was 2000 from Adam Schlesinger, who used to play in in my band Bell Tower, and he plays in Fountains of Wayne. And no, no, it wasn't. Oh yeah, that this is Sam. This is I'm making this story way too long now. But it was to come and audition for Ben Lee in New York, and so I toured with Ben Lee. And then Ben Lee's guitar tech also worked for Luna, and when they were looking for a bass player, he suggested me. So I auditioned for Luna. In 2000, in March, I think. So how many albums had you missed? Oh, most of them. Most of them. Five. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, five. I came on to, to tour for Romantica. Yeah, because Justin gone back to New Zealand. So you were in about six years. You did about six years' time in Luna. Yeah. Five, six years till the end. Yes. And you guys have been together ever since? Here yes, ever yes. since then. So that's those, f- years. That's f- those five years and then the ten great, years. The great love story of since, being Britta. Yeah. <laughs> and here you are all sitting in your bungalow. Yeah, your Hollywood cottage, bungalow. Your Hollywood bungalow. Our rented bungalow. <laughs> yes, we don't own it, but we love it. I love it. It's very... Yeah, no, we like it too. <laughs> not, sh- not sure if it will go back to New York. Yeah, we had planned on going back, but it seems harder to fathom. <laughs> now Although that we've we might need to go back um, just to get some water. Oh, see yeah. the, the way yeah. things are going here. That's but. right. That's right. Ugh. I know you should. I, they, they were talking about that that they should airlift some of the snow from Boston and just oh, dump yeah, it on true. L.A. Mm. That's what we're. That's what we're going to wind up doing at some point. That so. sounds expensive. <laughs> So, all right, so let's talk about what we had sort of talked about in for the last newspaper, which was I've always been it's I've always been interested in the fact that even though whether you're playing, you know, uh, playing together and doing galaxy songs or if you're doing new songs or, you know, whatever it is that you're playing from the, you know, the, the long career that you've had that you've both had. It, it's you go to those shows and it, it definitely does not feel like reunion tour it never ever does it always feels so of the moment the music that you guys do is is it's really it sort of time travels really well and it doesn't ever feel like like the sound of right. the 70s or the 80s mm. or the 90s even like i if you put put on Luna now and I play it for let's say kids in my office who have never heard of you before or anything like that like they don't assume it's some like of Deborah's old music from the closet you know what right. I mean it definitely yeah, it's sounds not like, like right the now. 90s sound it's pretty no. a classic so sound, I mean and that's so that was I what I said that was the question I posed to you for the last zine project that we did with some um, like how do you remain like above nostalgia right 
Well, that was not a reunion tour. And I guess also we're, we're mixing up old songs and new songs. But I think, like you said, this, uh, the, well, the Galaxy 500 catalog and the, and the Luna songs too, I think will travel pretty well over time because we don't really, like Luna doesn't really sound, we don't, we don't sound like the other, like, like, like grunge bands or something. So it no. doesn't particularly hit you over the head as being 90s. Yeah. The only thing that's '90s maybe is the, the you know some of the clothes we wore in the videos. <laughs> <laughs> Loose jeans. Lo- yes, it's like look at those jeans. That's the, that's the only kind of jeans you could get back then. It was hard. There were no tight pants to get for men to get like them. straight jeans. You had to like I could, like maybe you could get them on tour in, in like in in Germany or exactly. or, or France somewhere. Go like go to oh wow. Euro jeans. Yeah. Right, so what jeans? Which jeans are you wearing now? <laughs> are they These APC? Are APC. Oh. I guess I could have gone to the APC store right. back then. Yeah. You have to stay French. We. Oui. Yeah. Or nudie. Nudie are good. Swedes. Um, but how do how do we prevent it feeling like nostalgia? I don't know. You but, merely well, I mean, when we. Are learning, I mean, for me, learning to play the Galaxy 500 songs was really exciting. It never felt, I mean, there's a little bit of nostalgia just be, um, sort of thinking of the audience because, you know, it is exciting to imagine the fans experiencing right. some nostalgia, but it's not all, it's not just nostalgia because the songs are really fun to play. I mean, and, and getting back into the Luna songs, I feel like it's really, because we're all going back to the album and really uh, listening to it. And after touring so long for Luna, you tend to have a live show that maybe is faster and more rocking. And then going back and relearning the songs, listening to the album and trying to recreate that is, is really fun, I think. Right. Yeah. And they did, I don't know. They're just such great but songs. So you're going back and you're <laughs> listening to this, the studio recordings yeah. and sort of picking them Yeah, apart. and like actually I feel like I know the songs better now than I did after five years of playing yeah. with Luna Live because you, you get away from it because you haven't listened to the albums. And it's, I mean, Dean and I have been back there playing the songs, rehearsing them, and it's really, it's so fun. And It is only 10 years, too. I mean, a lot of bands songs. are still, still, still together and whatever. Yeah, I mean, so Rolling like, Stones just announced a new tour. Yes, <laughs> and and also I feel like band the new bands that come out now, th- there's no like uh, one sound of a new band. There's st- it's all there's sixties sounding stuff. There's seventies. There's eighties. I guess there's nineties sounding band now, although I haven't. I know. Isn't heard that, that funny? <laughs> no, and I, I we were just talking about talking about that before and we were talking about Alt-J and a lot and a lot of the new even this band Temples like all like a lot of the a lot of new bands like they're really mining different time periods and mixing it all up and which I think is amazing I mean yeah. that's that's when music gets really good you know um so yeah I there are definitely bands that are like considered to be you know, like retro 90s right. right so when I when we're playing Luna I'm like this doesn't sound old to me or and Galaxy 500 doesn't sound it sounds like it could be now to me right so it's yeah I guess I mean the, the nostalgic part for us well, playing some of the songs is exciting playing a song that you haven't played in 10 or 15 years is exciting you can get a thrill out of it or it's sadness out of it 
you know, if you break down the word nostalgia in like to its Greek components, it means the pain of going home. That's the two, those two things together, which is kind of what it, you know, that like that feeling you get going back to an old place, whatever. Yeah. Even though, as like as the lost. word is as the word is commonly used, it sort of means the opposite of that. It's like a it was a medical a warm, term. Fuzzy feeling. No, um, no. No. <laughs> Nostalgia was like an illness diagnosed oh. um, in in um, in Swiss soldiers. That's the that's where the word was kind of invented. It was so it's it's not really an old word, but uh, meaning they they had noticed that these soldiers were incredibly homesick. So that's mm. what the nostalgia was their right. their homesickness. Hmm. Anyway, it's bitter bittersweet right or just bitter mm. <laughs> i know well um I, I talk about the there's a japanese literary concept that's sort of the same kind of thing called mono no aware i don't i'm probably mispronouncing it because i don't speak japanese but right. it's also about the an unbelievable sadness at like it's it's um it's re recognizing the beauty in something and then becoming overwhelmed with sadness because you know that it's going to pass. Right. right. You know, that it's not going to last. Right. That it's only like a fleeting moment. So it's like a sort of mix of, it's it's a concept that like you could look at it in like a very beautiful way, but right. then there's also, it's it spawned a suicide cult in Japan. <coughs> wow. <laughs> That's why in, in Japan on the final Luna tour, there were right. people like crying their eyes out at the shows. Uh, really? <laughs> yes, there were. Yes. Yeah. So you would announce like this is the last show, and then people <laughs> well, they knew would be, it was last. Yes, yes, they were throwing were. themselves on knives, we're just crying, things. No, yeah. not killing themselves, just crying. Yeah, I mean your fans are. I've I've always your fans are very <laughs> particular. I find they're very very cool. Very, they don't almost. I find it very jarring because when I go to a show, it's like you go and you're like, Woo, you know. And your fans are very like it's all together, and they're like very cool about it, and they hmm. try to sort of like keep it in. Like I've noticed this. Maybe it's only mm. the New York maybe shows. Yeah, maybe you've just York. seen us in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I guess only in, yeah, right, Brooklyn hipsters. Cool. But I, you know, which I'm just like, come on, like you know, they couldn't like they had a stance, and they, and I'm like, wait, wait, everybody should be letting loose. Or you'll see with the Luna show. There's another, there's, there's another contingent as well. There's, yeah, there's more like, um, you know, guys yelling stuff yeah yeah trying to be funny yeah a lot of, a lot of your <laughs> fandom are it's got it's definitely male skewed yeah yeah they bring their girlfriends sometimes and their girlfriends come along yeah yeah and then they get hooked <laughs> right <laughs> they get hooked. well yeah. okay well that's all exciting um uh, but i don't know the rehearsals have been really exciting for me like there have been moments like when we were playing friendly advice the other day i had like my hair was standing yeah, up I, I felt like we were doing a show in the rehearsal right. room i was like that's as good as it's gonna get you know oh my God, and there's so not exciting. even an audience there so that's i'm exciting. excited are you excited dean nervous too nervous <laughs> well it's a week to after a show so yeah i'm nervous but i always remember that nerves are just excitement yeah. you have to reframe it that way you're you really are really nervous i'm just you know what certain shows just like like this show in la it's just like we're just gonna know it's like when you know a lot of people who are coming and i'm just nervous and a little a little stressed at all the people trying great. to get on the guest list and it's just like oh god actually get being it's that's why that's why we wanted to start in spain just like get away from all that but then we did we decided to play a warm-up show yeah i think that is your i think that it's you're gonna get a I think it's going to, I think people are very excited about this, yeah. you know, yeah. Be because of what we were just talking about, because it's not like, 
the music hasn't aged at all. The it it it's almost seems even, you know, I go back to it all the time. It just fits in even, you know, with other music that's maybe coming out today. You can still throw those songs in and they just feel as current, let's say. So, yeah. I mean, that's very, that's very exciting. So, let's see. So, you'll be wearing tight jeans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? What's your, what's your outfit? You're going to wear your gem mm-hmm. and the hologram outfit? <laughs> You're going to go as Jem. I'm going to wear little dresses. <laughs> little dresses? Even, yeah. Okay. Same kind of, well, not, I mean, because I used to wear some little skimpy things 10 years ago in the last tour. Maybe not quite as skimpy, but maybe. I don't know. Go skimpy. Yeah. Why not? Why not? It's fun. All right. Well, um, any any last words? I, I'm excited no, for that the was tour. Fun. I can't wait for you. I can't wait to see this. And um, I, it's I, next week, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Is it yeah. is it a week from today? Yeah. Yeah. I'm oh. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's back on Thursday because right, we we've ahead. had a week off. Of uh, in fact, I need to go and practice right okay. now. <laughs> so um, all right. Well, thanks for Thank letting you. me invade. And uh, yeah, so Luna's going back on tour. Everybody go see them. And um, thanks for joining us for this week's show. And um, who knows where we'll be next time. Maybe in New York. Maybe somewhere else. Um, anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.